Who ordered the shitty macchiato? Was it you? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's You ready? Yes. Hello, and welcome to the Coffee Diaries. My name's Tomo, and I'm here with my best mate, Nate. Each week, we're going to ask ourselves and our friends some stupid questions, and hopefully we'll get into some funny stories. We don't take ourselves too seriously, and we hope you don't either. So sit back, relax, grab yourself a coffee, and let's get into it. For the coffee diaries. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Coffee Diaries. I hope you've all got your coffees. Uh, this week's special guest is the lovely Lauren. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, welcome Lauren. Do you feel relaxed and ready to get into the this week's questions? No, I feel more nervous and pressured, okay. but we'll give it a go. We'll All give right. it a go. Well tell the fans something about yourself. Oh. An interesting. Um friends with you. That I mean is... that's interesting. You haven't got many of those, so I'll take that. That is very yeah. true. Um Okay, then. so let's get into this week's questions. And the first question of the Coffee Diaries is, if you were reincarnated as an animal or anything, then what would you be? And because you're the guest, Lauren, it's up, you up to bat first. Ooh. Ooh, pressure. So I, I kind of went with an animal that I would like to be. I don't know if you've done animals where you think I would be the animal because of who I am. Yeah. But, don't, don't laugh at this, but... Of all the animals in the world, I'd actually want to be like a parrot. A parrot? Well, 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 listen to the reasoning, right? Okay. When you think about it, they're free, aren't they? They're free to go wherever they like. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wherever in the world. I mean, so are, so are all birds. So is a pigeon. <laughs> in exotic places, can they? They can't visit, they're like, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> did you? Oh, oh, oh. What did you find on the web? <laughs> my phone started speaking ignore that um, but then a pigeon can't like visit the Taj Mahal can it it can it fly can't go there. in the Amazon rainforest why can't the pigeon visit the Taj Mahal because you can't see pigeons at a Taj Mahal you want to be like exotic and tropical okay yeah okay but yeah. but what do you want to repeat what everyone says or like no I was thinking more of a free bird one that like lives in the Amazon <laughs> rainforest and just I mean, most birds are free, Lauren. <laughs> not, not many yeah, birds but, in captivity. But pigeons aren't exciting, are they? I mean, they're <laughs> no, like an eagle or something like that. I mean, parrots are great. They're color. I mean, I'm not colourful <laughs> in what I wear, so I'd probably be a black yeah. parrot because all I wear is black. But a grey parrot. A parrot. Come on. I, I mean, grey's boring. You've got to be more exotic. <laughs> Essentially, I mean, you said you want to be a colourful bird. Is that, it's not specifically a parrot. I thought you were going to say because they can talk. At the same time, it could. So it's another trait, another good trait. But going back to that pigeon bit, who would want to be a pigeon? Who wants to be a pigeon? They've got no feet for starters. Have you, have you seen a pigeon with two feet? I what? can guarantee you've seen Most birds have two feet. <laughs> <laughs> Why men words? <laughs> I see a pigeon with two feet. <laughs> no, I mean like you know in pigeons in city centres where they've got like one like 
stub as a foot instead of an actual like claw. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to be like that. Parrot's got like amazing. Uh, yeah, parrot's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like the colourful bit because it's exotic, but at the same time, I don't know. I just wouldn't be a colourful one, would I? Yeah, you'd have to be a grey parrot. Thank you. I mean, I'll take that because it's true. I just have black all the time. But, yeah. All right, okay. The whole point was I'd like to be somewhere I could be anywhere in the world and free. So that's the yeah, gist that's of that. Yeah, okay, I get that. I get that. Yeah. Right. Go on, mate, what are you? Oh, see, I've got... I wasn't a parrot, but I've done a bird as well. Ah, what bird have you gone for? A pigeon? Nice. No, like a... Like a hawk, then. A, se- a seagull. You just get the yeah. chips. I like that pool pool. <laughs> to be honest, I have two things down. Yeah. But Go on. if I couldn't be a bird, then I'd be a box of Crave cereal. <laughs> what? One box. It's the greatest cereal in the world. It's the greatest cereal in the world, to be fair. <laughs> I can't believe that. I do love cereal. So there you aren't go. Aren't you scared someone would eat you? Like, aren't you scared of like being eaten? Oh, oh. If, if you were you, Nate, you'd, you'd be eaten within a day. Yeah, you'd be gone. gone yeah. Yeah, and then I could reincarnate to another box of cereal. Oh, so it's just a continuous reincarnation of you becoming crave cereal. <laughs> there we go, yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to be something like porridge or alpen. Porridge is boring. You're just sitting in a cupboard. Yeah, but my problem is, what happens if you're a box of crepe cereal, right? And as you're being eaten, you realise that you don't actually like the sensation of being eaten, but now you've just got to continuously be in that loop of being eaten <laughs> as crepe cereal. Life misery, yeah. I'm in my own health and sick, but at least I'm crunchy on the outside and soft and chocolatey <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> I'm soft and chocolatey on the inside already, Nate. You don't need to be crepe cereal for that. Hey, <laughs> Well, thank you. <laughs> This, <laughs> okay. What? So, what? What bird would you be? I'm like a hawk. So okay. I can fly very far and high. So be sick to fly. Even yeah, though I'm scared of to fly. Yeah, even though you are scared yeah. of heights. Yeah. So you're scared of heights, and you want to be a bird. Yeah, but I'm scared of heights because I can can't fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can fly, I'll be fine. I mean, that is a fair point. If you know you can fly, then it, I mean, it makes the <laughs> feel of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I like it. Um, I also went with two. Um, so my first one, I wanted to be a puma. Right? They're dark. Yeah. They're sexy. They're essentially a really dangerous cat. Right? So and it's, like you then, Tommy. Yeah, but I would be if I was a puma, wouldn't I? I'd be one of the kings of the jungle. I'd eat you as a parrot like, yeah. so quickly. You know what, though? I'd probably just shit on you, Tommy. Oh, <laughs> you'd shit on me as a parrot. You'd shit on me as far as what you'd say. Uh, but it depends, though, mate. You could um, be awoke or like be born into uh, the Tiger King, mate. Uh, that is <laughs> the only worry that, that be in the park. and that actually Nate is what happened this is why it crossed my mind so that's why I decided not to be a puma and all dark and sexy but I'm just going to be a Labrador oh that's a good choice yeah I can see that because all you have to do is walk around naked I like being naked anyway <laughs> you get fed right and you get fed all the time because Labradors are mostly fat, right? Happy days. Yeah. No one judges you for being fat as a Labrador. If anything, it makes you cuter, right? Problem solved. Yeah. You don't have to worry about your yeah. weight. Three, it's warm all the time. You've always got a roof over your head. You don't have to worry about predators. 
right? You don't have to worry about an eagle coming and snatching you if you're a fat dog, right? <laughs> Why is this relating to your life so much? Also, if you don't have your balls chopped off, you can just have sex with loads of other Labrador. Sounds like you, Tom. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good life, if you ask me. And loads of people rub your tummy, which is nice, right? No problem with it. Right? Yeah. That. loads of fun uh people you which is nice i like get my ass joke like the labrador is idea i think i should be a labrador now if i could amazing it sounds like, yeah. sounds like you are i would yeah i'd be probably i'd be cheerful i'd be happy i just wander around eating stuff and sleeping they sleep like 22 hours a day i do that now yeah it's pretty life for me being a labrador Easy. You are basically a Labrador now. Yeah, that is your spirit animal. Right? Human form. Yeah. What's funny? I've asked I've asked this question to people before, and I was like, "What spirit animal would I be?" And most people say Labrador because they just eat and sleep, and that's what I do as it is. Maybe you were in the past life, mate. Right, I could be. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, they decided to give you a chance of being a human, and look what happened. Look, look, it just went wrong. I've got all the habits of a Labrador, but as a person, and you don't get it given easily away. When I walk around the house naked, I get told off. Whereas Labrador. Fine. No problem. Nonsense. My dog's there, literally sat in the middle of the living room floor, bollock naked. I can't do that. Nonsense. <laughs> oh, and also, this is another point where I want to be a Labrador because people pick your shit up. That is true. You shit on the floor and people pick it up. I always think, am I really the one who's in control here? <laughs> My dog looks at me dead in the eye as it shits on the floor, knowing full well I pick it up. I mean, <laughs> That'd be an amazing power to have. That'd it's be... just the secret sarcastic look they give you as you're picking it up. Yeah, as well. like, he looks me dead in the eye. He looks me dead in the eye. If someone did that face to face, a person looked me dead in the eye <laughs> shit on the street, we'd have to fight. We'd have to have pistols at dawn. No chance. <laughs> because it's a dog, it's fine. Shit's in the middle of the road. Nobody cares. I also, this is a complete tangent for the coffee diaries, and I apologise for the listeners. I don't understand why dog walkers have to pick their shit up, but horse riders don't have to pick up horse shit. It's massive. You know, that's the point. And it stinks. And like, why do they not have to pick it up? Do you see how much there is? The size of it, for starters. They need a shovel. They're not going to carry a shovel with them, are they? You're literally on a horse. A horse can carry a shovel. Do you know what? I'd like to see you be on a horse and then pick your own horse's shit up and you scoop it up with your whole arm. It'd be like, what do we do? No, I'd get a shovel and I'd put it in a massive bag and then tie it to the horse. You tied to yours. Oh. What would you have to do with a doggy bag? Yeah, you have to carry a doggy bag until you find a bin. Yeah, but it's not as big as that, is it? Yeah, fair <laughs> enough, but you're on a horse. Horses used to trek. Horses literally almost colonised many, many countries. You're telling me they can't carry a bit of their own shit? Of course they can. <laughs> well, there you go. You could be a horse then as well. Yeah. <laughs> and that concludes that question. <laughs> so go on, there what's you yours? What's your... Oh, yeah. Question for today. Oh, question two is following an apocalypse, you have found yourself in power and at the point of rebuilding civilization. So, what are the five key things you'd bring into your civilization? And go on, Tomo, you can go first. Please. Right. Now, <laughs> again, this is one way you can go down two routes. Okay. <laughs> right, listening. Building my society, right? Because in the last Coffee Diaries, for those expert listeners, you heard about my Roman Empire, which I then decided was a bit shit and just decided to join Nets. Oh, no. Um, so this one, I'm going a little bit silly. I'm not going to put in proper laws, right? So the first law 
is every Friday is a religious holiday. All right? There's no Fridays are now not a thing. Okay? We only work four days. Five days we have off. Right? The national drinking yeah. is beer. Right? National drinking. <laughs> right? Okay, what it is on the national holiday of a Friday, everyone has to have a beer. Everyone has to be happy. Right? Everyone, Friday's off, beer drinking. Even babies. Even babies. I'm talking everyone is, it's, we're, we're slowly falling into alcoholism, essentially. Right? <laughs> yeah. Third point. Love it. All right? Everyone at all times has to pretend to put on an Irish accent. Right? <laughs> even if you're not Irish. You're not, even if you're not Irish, you have to put on an Irish accent. Why? Because I think it's funny when people try and put it on. And two, actually, when the Irish speak, it's really cool. So if you could do it, you try and do it then. On. Question is, can you do an Irish accent? Oh, no. I think we should, we should try and do one now. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll get that. Right. Yeah, D. Yeah. Oh, top of the morning to you. <laughs> Actually, oh, 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 top of the head. Oh, the head. Oh, the head. There you go. That's, that's what well, everyone's speaking like that. Go on. What was that? Go on, then. Me? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, top of the morning to you. <laughs> 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 I don't know what they say. You know what the best bit is? Nate goes like a vocal higher just to do the accent as well. So he suddenly goes Go on then, Lauren. Give us your best. Yeah, go on. Okay, here we go, here we go. Top of the morning to you. Lauren, <laughs> you sounded like yourself. Northern. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> slightly more northern. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was terrible, but can't do accents at all. Right. So, funny. so, <laughs> carry on then. So, my three rules are no Fridays, beer's, a, beer's the national drink, and everyone has to try and speak in an Irish accent. The fourth one, and this one's a little bit serious, is whatever you do to someone bad, they have to do it to you. All right? No matter what it is, it has to happen. All right? It'll be brutal. Well, if you get shot, then that person shoot, you get to, you get to shoot that person who shot you. That's just how it would be dead, though. And then what if you die? Well, this is the thing. Then it gets then it gets passed on to a family member. They can shoot that person if they want to. And then everyone shoots somebody. Then don't they? Well, eventually? No, no, they, no, no. Chill out. You pass it on. Ah, oh, yeah, that's a good point. I haven't thought about that. Uh, <laughs> um, we'll scrap that all. That was a terrible <laughs> idea. Um. Uh. Yeah. Okay. That was a terrible. And the last one, which is again, this is terrible. Again, of an idea. Um, and it would never, never happen in practice. Um, but I would like every large event to be then shown on a trampoline. What? <laughs> How does that work? Essentially what I want is, you know, the Olympics, right? And it's a stadium and people are looking like the spectators are in the stadium. Yeah. yeah. So I want, yeah. I want the games to go on as normal, but all of the seating area just to be a massive trampoline. Sounds safe, that does. And I just want people bouncing up and down on a trampoline on a Friday, drinking beer, pretending to have an Irish accent. Oh, there we go. And that's it. That sounds fantastic. I just thought what could be the most dangerous thing possible, but also sounds like a huge laugh. <laughs> and... <laughs> a trampoline's the answer. And those are my four and a half rules. For... <laughs> right. Shall I go next? I've gone. I've gone quite serious on this question because it'd be like. This is why I knew. I knew. It could, I, I didn't want to go serious. My. I thought my Roman Empire was genius, and then Nate talked about having smiley face statues, and I was like, Nah, I'm not. And rounded. So I want that. Yeah, 
I mean, it's much more interesting, to be fair. Go on. Do as you. Um, okay. So I've gone with, like, concepts rather than, like, objects or things. Okay. So I've gone with, like, productivity. What do you mean productivity? It's just the word. So it's in, like, building stuff and learning stuff. I've gone very serious compared to you and your trampoline. <laughs> what do you mean? What does that even mean? I want everyone to be productive. <laughs> Exactly. Right. So, okay. <laughs> okay. mine's going to sound so rubbish and stupid now compared to your bloody uh, trampoline. Everyone's being productive. But- right, yeah. I've gone quite serious with knowledge, bringing us back down to Everyone actual civilization. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then I really struggled with this question. I couldn't think of anything else that I'd want. Yeah. So I just went with pasta because I love pasta. Pasta? I think nice. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what pasta? No, 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 no. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. You said yours were really serious. I remember, what was it? Was it persevering? What was it? Perseverance. Knowledge. I went with pasta. Productivity, knowledge. Kindness and peace. Pasta. And then I couldn't think of a fifth concept. And then I thought, what do you love the most? I said, pasta. pasta. Who can't live without pasta? To build a civilization, we need everyone to be woke. We need people to persevere. And we just need Tagliatelle on a continuous <laughs> yeah. place. And a bit of usually. You never know. <laughs> just pasta. That's what we need. <laughs> just pasta. Oh, I mean, who doesn't get by a day without pasta? Mm. I hundred percent agree. I love, I, mean, I love pasta. I just don't know if I'd build a foundation of a civilization on it. <laughs> I mean, you well, if you can have trampolines and Nick can have smiley face statues and weird condoms and stuff like that, that is a fair day, point. I think pasta seems normal. To be fair, Lauren, have you ever heard of the religion of pastafarianism? What? Is this real? It's a hundred percent a real thing. Um, I believe in the flying spaghetti monster, and it is called pasta. <laughs> and actually, they have very similar rules to my uh, civilization because they say every Friday is a religious holiday, and um, and beer is a national drink of some sort. Of wine is, um, and also a colander is a religious hat. Imagine saying to work that you can't go into work on a Friday. Never. This- you are so pulling us now. Uh, uh, this isn't real. Rastafarian. Relating to a religious movement of Jamaican origin. Oh, no, no, that's Rastafarian, not Pastafarian. Rastafarian. Yeah. <laughs> Pastafarian. Pastafarian is a social movement that promotes a high, a light-hearted view of religion and opposes the teachers of intelligent design and creationism in public schools. The Gospel of the Flying Spaghetti Monster by Bobby Henderson. There you go. Good old Bobby. Oh no! I implore, I implore anyone who is listening to this podcast to Google the flying spaghetti monster right now, and you will see a beautiful photo of it, of the flying spaghetti monster with meatballs. Nice. Anyway, sorry, sorry. That's another tangent. Pasta. Pasta. So go on then, mate. What are your? Did 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 you say all of yours, Lauren? Sorry. Yeah, I ended with the yeah. high on pasta, so okay. they go for it. Okay, right. <laughs> My first one is, everyone has to greet each other by stating their deepest secret. Oh, I love that! Oh, that's and if great. you can't, then 
<laughs> if you don't tell your secret, you can't like talk or anything. You have to leave. Oh, <laughs> wow. That'd be a harsh world. It is a question. Is is it the deepest secret just or every time? Or can the secrets change? I think they can change every person you see who hasn't heard it. Okay. So, like, if I said to you, like, if I was meeting you, Nate, and my deepest secret to you was that I shit in your cereal, right, would I have to say that <laughs> or that I murdered 20 people? Or well, whichever one I haven't heard before. Oh, okay. So they can change just, like, depending. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then my second one is all historical topics will be replaced with memes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like it. Oh. Yeah, so like that. meme culture is a new, new culture. Yeah, yeah, nice. And I've had Christmas would be the same, but instead of Santa Claus, it would just be an obese reindeer <laughs> who has obese men as its reindeer to show that if we care about animals and shit, <laughs> or it's to scare kids that if they don't treat animals right, then they'll be part of the reindeers. Oh my <laughs> god! Wow, that would just spare the kids. <laughs> Look after these animals, God. <laughs> Right, my next one is bar crawls will actually have you crawling in bars. That is genius. I like that. I like that, I like that one. <laughs> it'd be a long bar crawl, but it'd be a great night. Yeah. I think it's so weird how all of our minds work so differently. <laughs> <laughs> we knee pads, of course, on this bar Yeah, crawl. lots of knee pads, yeah. Oh. Wait, so on the bar crawl, would you actually just have to crawl to each bar or then you're yeah. able to like drink and dance? And... Oh, that's that good. You're so dancing. I thought I'd be pretty. You're dancing <laughs> by crawling. You can crawl down. It's crawling. It's crawling. Yeah. yeah, crunch is a new wave. It's a new movement. <laughs> oh, um, no. The other one is the news will be changed completely and child will be cartoons. I like it. I like it. I just want the news to be just. I'd just love them one day, you know, when it's a slow news day, just to go, yeah, no, yeah. there's no news. Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. Don't worry. Go back to your lives. Everything's good. Okay. You know, they've actually done that in the past. Okay. I think I saw a meme about it. Oh. Like, I can't remember when it was, but there was a day when they had no news at all. And they actually said no news. And they just put on, like, loads of funky news. Yeah, that's, that's it. We need they, that. Like, once everyone just go, look, there's some bad stuff happening and there's some good stuff happening. But yeah. Don't worry about it. Everything will be okay. And then just play some music, play some reggae. That'd be it. That's what I want them to do. Today, no news. So I'll see you later. Bye. Problem solved. Well, my final one is everyone will have equal pay. Yeah. Oh my God, you've now become a communist. <laughs> Hang on. It's a really dark turn. It's quite political yeah. there. That, that, no rich people allowed. You became a communist literally within five seconds there. <laughs> Yeah, mm. I mean, we ended with trampolines passing. You've ended with equal pay. Yeah, you kind of went the exact opposite here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm sorry. No, if that's what you want to present, but you do understand that that is communism, right? No, it, yeah. Well, I did know that, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> and for my final thing, I would like to become Stalin. Uh, everyone gets paid the exact same, no matter what you do. Well, I retract my statement now. <laughs> No. Oh, if you want equal pay, Nate, don't listen to Tamo. It's your hey, I'm just saying you've become a communist in the last five minutes. <laughs> I mean, I've got the mustache. Yeah, you have, yeah, you've joined the Red Army, mate, is what's happened here. Okay, well, I think we should end that one then. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I love that. Have you gone from like all the silly things that you were doing and then just a 
communism. <laughs> not not Russian. Oh. <laughs> really. So um, go on, Lauren. What is your question for the Coffee Diaries? Okay, so my question is: If you could uncover one truth about something that's happened in the past in the world, what would it be, and why that event? I'm going to give this to Nate first. Oh, okay. Oh, so <laughs> I've got two things. I've got a silly one first, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the first one is Krabby Paddy secret form. <laughs> <laughs> so then I could get rich and retire with plankton to the Falkland Islands. <laughs> to the Falkland Islands. Yep. Is that where he decides to go? The Falkland Islands. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a two-down two house in the Falkland Islands. Plankton is just waiting to retire. That's amazing. Out of oh. all the places in the world. Oh, wow. That's why they're so good, those burgers. Oh, <laughs> my God. Right, so you two, you two can retire together to the Falkland Islands. <laughs> <laughs> Making me crabby panties. Yeah, yeah. Well, my other one was um, what actually happened to Vincent van Gogh. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I like that. If he, if he, if he did shoot yeah. him. Oh, that is really interesting. Wait, how did he die? I don't so know. The, there's a, essentially, he killed himself, Lauren, is what the like widespread yeah. knowledge is. But there's a lot of theories to say that he didn't kill himself in that he accidentally got shot um, by someone else, but then he, he didn't want to like point blame on that person, yeah. essentially. He didn't want to tell on them because he knew it was an accident, yeah. but then died anyway. So it's like very crucial of like, what happened. Because he, he essentially, the, the bullet wound was in his stomach, and if you're going to shoot yourself, you don't shoot yourself in the stomach, do you? So, yeah. but then again, the man did chop his own ear off. So, that is true. <laughs> he did. He did. He might not have uh, yeah. realized. And, uh, he went thing. back. He went back, Lauren, to where he was staying at the time. And like, people were there, like, "Oh, hi, Vincent," and he was just like, "Like, oh, hi," and then like didn't really say anything or mention that he'd been shot or that he shot himself. And yeah. It was just it was. There's so many, so many questions about it. That's really interesting, actually. I'll send you a link, Lauren. They're very interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, story. They've yeah. made a story out of it. It's good. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I implore the listeners to go figure out what happened to Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. I like yours. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you want to know mine, Lauren? Right. No, we're going to... It makes me laugh, that's right. Right. So for mine... I thought of all the great conspiracies, right? You know, what happened, this, that, and the other. Like, what I'd, I'd love to know, 9-11, right? What happened? JFK, right? Anything to that, yeah. you know. I'm, I'm even going OJ Simpson, John Bonet, all the mysteries of the world. Like, Madeleine McCann, like, relevant on all of yeah. them. However, what I realised with this, if I found out what happened, I could just be bitterly disappointed, you know? Like, massively. <laughs> if I found out... You know, like let's say nine eleven, and they were there like, oh yeah, it was those guys, and they did it, and the, the conspiracies were all crap. I'd be fuming because I'd want to know like some yeah. huge goss. So I, I yeah. actually asked this question to my friends, and the best answer I got, and this is I, and I think it's just amazing. So this is, this is my answer. I'd like to know if magic is real. <laughs> that's, that's it. Really? That's it. That's it. 
And I said to him, it's not. And he goes, yeah, but you don't know that. And I'd like to know. <laughs> and this is, and this is, and this no. is the crux of it. If he goes, if it was ever real. So if it's, <laughs> if it's just disappeared. It might have just dis- magic might have just disappeared. And I just think that is brilliant. Is magic real? And that's why I want to know. I want to know, is magic, <laughs> magic real? <laughs> and if it's ever been real, not that, it, not that it's real now, but maybe we've lost it along the way. That's what I want to know. I just think that's amazing. I don't want to upset your friend, but have you ever watched anything on YouTube on how they do it and actually how they reveal what they I do? I said this to him. I, I, I creeped because my friend looked me dead in the eye and said this. He said, is magic real? Right? And I creeped at that. And I said, no. Oh, no. And I said, no. But then he said, "Is it? has it ever been real? <laughs> like... The fact that they've said that. You know, even though, so like, what about witches then? What about witches? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think witches are real. Oh. Like, like, we don't know. They could have died out. Witches could have died out and we'd have never known. So it was magic. But then again, you've got to think, like, all of these shows or movies that are, like, based around people doing magic and, like, fairy tales and stuff like that, maybe it was based on something real they saw. And maybe it has. Who wants to tell me right now? Maybe magic has died. This is my... No. But it'd be like a lovely it... won't it? Yeah. Uh, but is it like Peter Pan and Tinkerbell? Like, if you stop believing in <laughs> fairies, then one of them dies. Is this what's happening? All of a sudden, we've stopped believing in magic and therefore died. Mate, don't mess about about that, mate. But then again, you've got to think people get ideas from what they see. So they've obviously seen something similar or... To... What, because the human population has imagination, you think magic is real? Yeah, but you've got to think, no, imagination comes from things you've seen. It doesn't automatically... Like, with aliens, how do how do people know what aliens look like and why are people... We don't know what aliens look like, Lauren. This is... But then, why are people, like, getting the same image or same idea? It's got to come from somewhere else, something they've seen, something started that. <laughs> I'm not having it. No, I'm not. This, this is this is such a false, false argument. Because human beings have consciousness, therefore we are able to imagine. And because we're able to imagine, you're saying aliens and or magic is real. This is based on things we've seen. Okay, so it's not just thin air. You can imagine things that you haven't seen. I can I can imagine a bear flying a plane. I've never seen a bear flying a plane. I can Yeah, I know, but therefore if I then wrote that in a film and then made a bear flying a plane, it doesn't necessarily mean it actually happened, Lauren. You know that. Right? Okay, I get I give me that point. I think but... magic isn't real. There we go. <laughs> well but what 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 I what I love is the question is, has it ever been real? <laughs> throughout time has magic ever been real that's what I love I imagine if magic has been real and it, we lost it in the middle ages it just went I never know it just went, went, just went. Never yeah genuine I, think I, I don't know how to top that at all yeah what's yours I mean, um, so I've kind of gone two and one of them was actually I'd like to know if we're the only things out there. You know, all these things in the news in the past saying all these sightings, this is how this happened, this is how the, the world became what it was because of the Big Bang and stuff like that, or 
yeah. whatever. I want to know. I want to know if something's out there. But do you know what I find weird about this question, right, is if you find out the answer and the answer is yes, are you, surely yeah. you're terrified. Surely we can't be the only thing out there. And if that's the case... So this is what I find really weird. Either we are, and that's incredibly scary with how big space is, yeah. or we're not. It's and that's scary also either. scary. So I don't want to know. I'd rather just live in ignorance. Yeah. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. If NASA turned around to me today and we're like, oh, by the way, aliens are real. They're on their way. I'd be like, we're fucked. We're done in here. Well, it depends what they're like, though. Yeah, if they can conquer space travel, they're more advanced than us. Every, every Throughout history, yeah. any, any more advanced like space or like Homo sapiens, whenever they found other like colonies or anything, they've always eradicated them every time. Every time. Yeah. I think I'll be okay in the Falkland Islands with plankton. Yeah, that's true. You, you should be fine. You will be safe. You'll be fine, Nate, with your plankton crabby Both wearing bikinis. I mean, uh, I, I, I hope you've both been paid the same. Oh, no. What? I get more pay. more pay. What? I pretend that we get equal pay, but I get more. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I'm a big pay to uh, good pure leader mate and now you turned evil <laughs> I must admit though I did have a second yeah. answer and it was kind of to do with disappearances like you said Yeah. but for me the one thing that bugs me is that plane that went missing I can't remember what it was what the Malaysian um, one yeah. oh okay yeah oh I didn't like that one it's just the fact that how does a plane just disappear how does no one on that plane send one message or anything how can it just disappear i'd love to know what happened oh that is a good question that that would be mine that'd oh, be I like that. but yeah. even if it was like just a storm or something or something went wrong with the plane i'd rather have that and know that, yeah i didn't even think about that um, i didn't even think about that yeah you can't just disappear i just don't yeah no i don't believe it's it. like that it's can't just disappear. what is that what was that oh what was that ship called that went missing and it's really famous sorry don't know. Did you say a shake or a ship? A ship, a ship. A ship, a boat, a big boat. Oh, a ship. <laughs> okay, that makes a big difference. A ship. <laughs> what ship went missing? No, but it didn't even go missing. This is what's crazy about it. Oh, what is it called? I, I assume it was like a real life yeah, event. Right. Like... Listen, oh, the, the Mary Celeste, right? Was a like massive right. ship, but back in um, 1872, right? Yeah. And essentially, what happened, and I think I'm quoting this right, but you'll both have to check this and the listeners. Um, so they found the ship, right? So the ship set sail, right? Yeah. And then the ship essentially arrived at its destination, but with no crew. Oh yeah. Now that yeah. is actually. There was no crew, and the ship was still like sailable. It was still very sailable. But there was just no crew. I feel like they all went overboard and that was it. And all of all of the cargo was still intact as well. And all of like all of oh, all of the captains weird. and crew's belongings were there. So it, it wasn't like pirates or anything. So I just wonder what happened. I feel like they probably went overboard and then that was it. This sold itself. And then how so can everyone there. go overboard? This is true. Like that's I don't oh, that is interesting. If, if everyone goes overboard, surely like one of them would be able to get back on the ship. Not one of them could get back on the ship. Depends how rough the seas were. But then you think as well with the cargo, was any bit like overturned or anything? No, no, it was just like as it was. That is, yeah, oh, that's, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah that's quite interesting actually yeah I'd, everyone would have to everyone would have to check it but yeah essentially it's like an it's like a big conspiracy what happened to the crew of mary celeste really weird Anyway, yes, but I like that. But again, what happens if it is something just so like so completely explainable? There's got a different boat. <laughs> oh, but what can explain they that? Just went on the on the spare boat and went somewhere else. No one told them. Yeah. To lead yeah. a new life. So they're like, yeah. oh, I quite fancy Spain. Spain sounds a lot better. Who's joined us all at Falklanders? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone's everyone's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just joined the party. Uh, <laughs> everyone's in the Falkland Islands. Everyone ever meeting <laughs> is in the Falkland Island. Oh, we just find them having a massive right, Everyone party. in the Falkland Islands is just being hush hush oh. about everyone who's ever meeting. <laughs> Come join us, don't worry about it. Madeline McCann is literally on the Falkland Islands, just there, like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Saying that, that's where you get to this. <laughs> All of the crew, the Mary Celeste, right, everyone, be... all there, just partying. And on that note, <laughs> um, we come yeah. to our final podcast question of this week. Um, the final question is, if you had the chance to create your own film, what would yours be? And this is back to you, Lauren. Now, I don't know how you guys have handled this question, mm. but have you have you just done like a synopsis or a plot, or have you actually gone into the detail of what would happen in your uh, film? I've kind of imagined what would happen in my film. I've kind of imagined how okay. the film would be portrayed, not so much the plot. <laughs> Okay, oh, now I I struggled with this question in oh. all honesty. So I actually asked Katie okay. this question, and within I think about one or two minutes, she'd come up with a whole plot. Okay. And quite sadly, oh. it's how my life is going to be, and it's hilarious but so true at the same time, right? Okay. So bear with. She was born a palace. So it all all close. <laughs> no joke. Um. So it all starts with being a rom-com and being in Las Vegas, right? Okay. Just think, of, just think of the film, girls tip or what happens in Vegas. You're having a great time. You're on a hen do, partying with the girls, right? And do you know what was even worse about this? Katie literally went, oh, Lauren, wait, it won't be your hen do, would it? No. <laughs> just think I'd be a spinster. I was like, thank God, you. No. Very true. So having a great night. Next thing I know, Katie then says that it comes into a crime and thriller where I'm having a great night. I then get swizzled at a strip bar, right? What? End of the night. Fantastic night. Yeah. She says swizzled. So I, I think she means it as in, like, I get my identity stolen or cash, whatever. So I eat uh, disaster of a night. Does, okay. How does that mean swizzled? No one's ever gone, oh, yeah, he's been done for swizzled. Have they? No, but as in, like... She said, I've been swizzled out of everything. Okay. So I think she needs to swizzle. Okay, I'm with you, I'm following. Things gone, right? So, end of end of great rom-com, having a great time, gone from the crime, thinking, right, screw this, and going home. So we're on the plane home, thinking this is great. And then she gets even, like, more morbid. And then she goes, boom, out of nowhere, the lightning storm strikes. <laughs> and, of course, I love a storm. Okay. And rain spares me thinking, oh, I'll listen to the storm, take my headphones out. And then she goes, well, the turbulence hits and the air pressure gets too much for me. So my ear ends up completely deaf. Oh. So it's a disaster movie oh. and turns into and a then, tragedy. And, you went, and then, and there you go. <laughs> and, then it, and then I thought I'd add the ending because, you know, instead of the Falkland Islands, I thought, you know what? 
I'll just grow it old and go to the best exotic marigold hotel. Oh, lovely. So, bit of a whirlwind. But I was like, within one to two minutes, she's obviously thought about how my life's going to be. And one, I end up completely Happy. dead. <laughs> two, I'll never get married. And three, it's a complete disaster. Uh, essentially, what you said is your life, you're going to be alone, deaf, and a disaster, is what um, identity as well. With, with identity. Yeah, basically. And I don't know what Katie thinks of me, but I'm thinking, is this true? It probably is. It's hilarious. I mean, be, you are half deaf. So, I mean. Uh, that is true. That is true. So, it's, an, it's probably inevitable when I'm old, but I'm thinking, come on, on a plane after a Hindu, um, and that's it. All you have to do. She's obviously thought about how to make me deaf. How to make you deaf. Yeah. <laughs> She's obviously thought about this. I mean, she literally came up with the plot within one two minutes. Book that cheeky flight down to the Falkland Islands and you'll be fine. I know. Yeah. I'm just going to join Nate. Yeah. I really am. Nate and Plankton and Mary Celeste. <laughs> Nate. Kind of dream compared to that. Plankton, the Mary Celeste and Lovin are all in the Falkland yeah. Islands at this rate. All matching bikinis. To me, that sounds great. bikinis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think I'd want to see Nate in a bikini. Whoa! Oh, that long. Can't, can't have everything. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think someone else should yeah. say how their plot is. I went for mine's pretty odd, mm. of course. No, I'd, I'd expect nothing like mine. I wouldn't expect anything different. I feel like mine's more of a kid's thing, I think, actually. I've made oh, yeah. it. I thought of it in like an hour, so. You spent a whole hour on this. Oh. Huh? You spent a whole hour on this script. Well, thinking about it, yeah. Took me an hour. Okay. Right. God. Probably not an hour, but yeah. Mine would be an animated yeah. film, like Coraline, yeah. that sort of style. Yeah. yeah. And it would start in a bog with a frog. In a, a bog and a, a frog and a bog. Where a frog lives in a bog, right, and he works nine to five and he hates his job. <laughs> right? Here we go, Dr. Sue. <laughs> and he dreams of leaving and going to a big city to become a famous banjo player. Okay. So the only way he can leave is going down the river, a big river, on his lily pad. It's just a journey on his lily pad to go into uh, the city, and his main villain is a French hedgehog who wants to eat his legs. He's French, yeah, of course, of course. And on the way, he meets his bandmates, which is a puffer fish for some reason in the river. Yep, yep, nice. <laughs> Who wants us to be heard? He's an amazing singer. Um, ah, I like this. I like this. And like then a it? sneaky salamander who robs them. He's got very fast hands, which make him a great guitarist. Ah, this good. And there's a, <laughs> a sad, slow snail who lost her home and, found, <laughs> and finds the band and becomes the bassist because, you know, bassists are normally slow, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> is, is it a snail if she's got no home? Is it slug? Oh. Oh. She was a snail and now she's okay. slug, I guess. Damn. But then she finds a home in the band. Oh, it's a, <laughs> oh What a character development. <laughs> and then the last one is a giant scary spider that everyone is scared of but it turns Ooh. out he's just a big softy oh, he's always been alone which makes him so happy to see them all and he's just because he's got so many legs he's a great drummer yes and they, they end up in the city and become a famous band oh, there so you go you, this, my question is so I don't want to do in the end of the film does the fog ever go to his big banking job in the city 
No, he becomes a famous banjo player with his banjo. Oh, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. <laughs> there um, you go. That was my. So <laughs> you could probably make a children's book out of that, mate. Yeah. There we go. I'm going to come famous and retire to the Falklands. Yeah, I do, mate. That's not the worst thing in the world, you know. That wasn't that bad. Well, there you go. That's my film. <laughs> nice animated film like that. <laughs> nice. I like that. Nice. So there you what go. Well, you, now, mate, mate, let's put mine to shame. Um, no, so no. my film is um, completely and utterly essentially based around me as the leading character. Uh, oh, God. Essentially, Bye. what happens is the Lavish Lockdown Live podcast boys get kidnapped. Oh, no. Right. And now, I don't know, this has changed midway through this podcast. They've been taken to the Falkland Islands. Oh! Hey. Right. Which is a mythical place which we can't get to. Um, my entire movie is through all the turmoils of what I have to do. Um, I'm not going to lie, I put the lead villain as Danny, Nate's uh, girlfriend. Oh. Uh, so it's captured all of the boys and will no longer let me see them, um, which has upset me. However, my film is going to have lots of... It's going to be directed by Quentin Tarantino and um, Michael Bay. It's essentially lots of quick scenes and just loads of explosions, which make which make absolutely no sense next to each other. Like They're going to be such quick scenes that you're going to be like, what is going on? Like, there's gonna, you got no idea... What is going on for ninety percent of the film? Um, coffee and explodes. There you go. I'm right. going to be the the main, obviously, actor and hero. I'm going to be ripped. Um, I'm going to like. It's going to be really oily. It's going to be like that scene out of Tom Gunn where they're all playing volleyball, but it's me, like really homoerotic. Um, I'm right. fighting off Danny and all of her minions, and she's like doing the French resistance to me. I don't know why she's French, but she is. Um, and she sent the French resistance and essentially it's me fighting off all of these people in guerrilla warfare, almost like Rambo it'll be like essentially um, really gory kills with explosions and I save the boys and at the end of the thing it's the boys just doing the lavish Lardell life on a beautiful beach in the Falkland Islands and that's oh, it oh. and then the explosion <laughs> oh no, out of nowhere, an explosion. Out of nowhere, another explosion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Go on, Lyle, what are you saying? Just before. I, I don't know whether to be concerned because you've made your sound so masculine. I'm thinking, are you trying to hide the real you? I want to be a film star that is incredibly masculine and then want people to meet me and be like, oh, you're not Vin Diesel. Essentially, what I want to do. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm essentially what I wanted to do is going to be the Lavish Larkdale Life Part Two, right? It's going to be the film name, and it's going to be like right. the Fast and Furious series, where it just gets more and more out of control as it goes on, right? So that never the next ends. film, the boys get kidnapped and get taken to the moon, right? And then I have to blow up the moon, but then recreate a new moon. It's just going to get so ridiculous. You're making it sound like Taken. Next one, they're going to end up in the Mary Celeste somehow, back in time. Yeah, but we're going to end back. Get, it's going to be time travel, and there's going to be a DeLorean, and everything's going to be so batshit crazy. Dinosaurs. And dinosaurs, yeah. It's going to be... I am, it's going to be mental. I will... I'm going to jump a car out of a skyscraper into another skyscraper. 
That's what's going to happen. Over a T-Rex. Over a T-Rex. Over Danny, Danny the Dino. Over yeah. Danny the Dino. Danny has come back, but instead of coming back as a parrot, she came back as a dinosaur, and I have saved the world robotic. from a robotic dinosaur. That has happened. And the boy who were on the moon. The end. There we go. <laughs> Great place to leave it, I think. <laughs> the end. I am the homo erotic hero. There we go. <laughs> and that is the end of this week's podcast. Thank you very much, Lauren, for coming on. Thank you. you yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting yeah. to say that. I'm never going to let it down that Lauren just wants to be a parrot. <laughs> I just have to I just want, I want to be a parrot and I want to have pasta. That's it. That's what I want to do in life. Brilliant. Still right. Right. Join us next week for another set of questions. A new guest. Um, I'm just too excited thinking about pasta, clearly. Uh, thank you very much, Lauren. See you. Thank bye. you. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. You've just experienced the coffee that I Hope you stay healthy.